Hello and welcome to episode 130 of Soundwave. I'm your host Matt and joining me is my co-host Carlos. Right here. I thought that metronome at first was accidentally turned on on our machine there, but I didn't realize that that's part of the song. It's the first (laughs) time I've ever noticed that. Uh, So yes, episode 130. Sorry we're a day late. Uh, We're back though. Oh, we are a day late. We're a day late. It goes up on Thursdays. Yep, yep. So that's okay though. We're still got... It's out there. Yeah. Uh, Well, what have you been up to? Uh... Working a lot of work. work that's work, about work, it. Work, work, work. I don't like. I don't have a, a lot of overtime though, so that's great. That's I, a good thing. I don't want to. I'm tired of. I was tired of all that 58 hour weeks. No more of that. And I only have a, a little over a month till school. So most people aren't excited for school, but Carlos. Well, is yeah. For I mean, school. like if you have like classes <laughs> two days of the week. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much time homework's going to take up, but. I don't, know. I don't like, know. And that means like less than a month of work I'm going to have left because I'm probably going to have at least a week off before I start school of just, you know, me. Because I haven't had my week off for uh, vacation. Are you right? going to have a repeat of Mojito Monday then that week? I don't know. Depends on like what the weather's like. It's, well, I mean, it's still going to be beautiful. Yeah. Hopefully anyway. But like I just couldn't. I didn't get. Usually I take like a week off in the summer and like just didn't, wasn't able to do it this year. It'll still be basically summer when you get done, so that'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, any movies you've seen? No. Oh, actually, yeah. It's been a while since we recorded, hasn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Oh, how was it? I saw It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, Michael Keaton is fantastic. Oh, yeah. He I forgot was, uh, that he's in there. Yeah. And like, he actually, he, he's like kind he's of great. Birdman again that he played in that one. He, oh, he's a bad guy. He plays the vulture. And Which like is funny he, uh, because he was Birdman in Birdman. And his Birdman. thing is that uh, like his uh, company was all was like helping rebuild New York and like taking care of like all the uh, wreckage from like Avengers, yeah, like where all yeah. the alien wreckage. And then uh, Iron Man, uh, Tony Stark's co- has like a company of his own that like got all the rights then, and like his team, his group was fired off the job, and like he was like already in the red for like getting trucks that he had to buy for that job, and like all these people that he had guaranteed work for. And then, like, they end up, uh, instead, he in order to keep making money for himself and his family and for his crew, he uh, starts uh, uh, just taking all that all those alien artifacts and stuff and starting to sell them on the black market. And Ooh. So this is, like, years later, like, they're making all this money. Like, he has an awesome vulture suit that he uses to, like, go out so and get stuff. how long after, like, the first Avengers or, like, Age of Ultron would this be taking place? Three or four years. Okay. So all that wreckage has still been there until some. Well, there's there's like other stuff that's also been happening. I suppose, like there's like I suppose. you see like a uh, an Ultron like that's been like dismantled that they okay. that had found and oh there's all sorts of cool stuff that happens in the movie and like Malkin like there's a lot of good stuff. There's a little too much uh, Tony Stark in it for me. Like like I it, I don't know, but like Malkin was fantastic in it and like he was I don't know it was like a villain that had like a reason for why he was doing stuff. Are you keeping up with all the Comic Con shit? I see a little bit here and there. Here and there, yeah. I'm still waiting for all the the big stuff, because IMDb just has a whole bunch of shit from 2016 still, and I'm like, wait, why aren't we updating any of this stuff yet? But uh, weren't they going to do the new Avengers trailer or something like that, or announce I something with know. that? I can't remember what they were doing. But uh, anyway, I, I saw Wonder Woman finally. I went oh, yeah. downtown. Uh, congratulations, DC, on actually making a good superhero movie again. That's a good, that's good on you. Let's see if they can do it again. Yeah, right. Uh, the only beef I have with DC still is they cannot do fucking fight scenes for the life of them. I get so annoyed with how dark and grainy they are and how you can just tell they're in front of a green screen every single time. It's like, no, Marvel's got it right. It's just fucking 
doesn't have to be so dark. Oh, it feels like maybe that's uh, some Zack Snyder rubbing off yeah, on everybody. Definitely, still. definitely. And then every now and then you get that random lens flare, and you're like, oh, there's a call to yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, but uh, yeah, even like what like the whole movie looked amazing and beautiful until you're like, shit, now it's just a, it's uh, Suicide Squad and Batman versus Superman again, where it's just dark and grainy, and you're like, eh. But uh, the comedy was great in there, and uh, yeah. Wonder Woman's a babe. Yeah, she is. <laughs> it was so cool. Gal Gadot. Uh, yeah. I can't remember she's, her name. Yeah, Me and Kelsey were just laughing the whole time throughout that thing. There's uh, a lot of good stuff. That there is a lot of good, good lines stuff. And... Uh, and then me and Kelsey also went to go see Baby Driver, and it was flipping amazing. Oh, yeah? It was so good. Edgar Wright is one of the coolest people alive. Uh, the soundtrack is unbelievable. How he did the soundtrack was really cool, too, because, like... Uh, I don't know that he always has his headphones in. So like, there's a scene where he's sitting at the diner or whatever, and uh, Deborah comes up and like takes his order and stuff, and uh, he like takes one earbud out of his ear, and then the music comes like away from there, and you can still hear it faintly in the background though. And then she like comes and sits down at the table, and they're talking about, oh, there aren't, there aren't many songs about Deborah, and then they play Beck's Deborah. And then he's like, well, I was thinking about the song Deborah by T-Rex. And then I was like, all right, my life's made now that they played Deborah by T-Rex. Uh, but yeah, John Hamm's amazing in there, Jamie Foxx, uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, it's it's a really good movie. I recommend right. seeing it. It's like a music video shot throughout the whole thing <laughs> and just action-packed and a lot of fun. And yeah, everything about it's great. Um, otherwise, yeah, I feel like I watched a TV show recently. I can't remember. Old Game of Thrones came out. That happened. And it was fucking amazing, but we can leave it at that. And music-wise, Arcade Fire finally released another... Well, not finally. They've been releasing a whole bunch of shit lately. But uh, Electric Blue, I freaking love it. I think I heard that one. So I'll start off with what I've been listening to then, because Electric Blue is so good. Uh, Yeah, Regina, I think that's her name, or Regine or something. Uh, I guess back when they were first starting, they had to like really convince the girl in the band to like actually sing, because... I mean, her voice is kind of off-putting when you first hear it, but then she's got definitely the coolest songs on every single one of the albums. But uh, this is the latest one. It's called Electric Blue by Arcade Fire on the new album to be released. Yeah, I've been playing at the bar. I've been playing that at the bar yeah, a bunch. It's and, good. Uh, oh. She definitely has like a different voice. Compared yeah, to most and female artists. I don't know the sprawl too is one of my all time favorite songs from the suburbs. And yeah, I I just love her voice. Yeah, yeah I've does. had Arcade Fires um, looking for Science of Life stuck in my head. Yeah, Science of Life. And then yeah, I I didn't like Creature Comfort at first when I first heard it, but now I just play that one all the time. It's so freaking just oh, just banging. Uh, and then the other one I've been listening to. Uh, it's the Suburbs. They're a Minneapolis band. They've been around probably since the 80s somewhere. 
Uh, I was going to play this last time on the show, but I forgot all about it. But uh, this is from their new album, Hey Muse, and it's the self, uh, it's the track from the, whatever, the title track from the album. They've been playing one of like dance discotheque or something on the current, if you've heard it. But uh, this one's Hey Muse. So far, I like most of the album, and some of it kind of draws off, but there's a yeah. lot of really good songs from it. All right. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I heard that one before, so... I I don't know if I heard their disco one that you're talking about, either. There's, I, like, a girl I'm singing male. in the background. The same kind of feel as that song, and it's talking about going down the discotheque, but he doesn't like to dance, but he's going to dance anyway, and then some girls start singing in the background. Like, I only just, like, it last... But at this beginning of this week, started to be able to listen to like the current blasting okay. when I'm driving to and from work again. So, <laughs> all right, what have you been listening to? Um, let's see. Uh, Amy Shark's album uh, "Night Thinker." Her that that came out in like a while ago, and like I I was listening to that, and like it's only like six songs, but they're pretty good. Uh, let's see. Uh, the one I picked out was "A Door." There's another one on there called "Blood Brothers." That's pretty good too. So yeah. I'm just gonna stand with my back hanging off my left arm Me and drink, I get drunk, I fall sick just so I can adore you And then I was also... Where'd you uh, find out about Amy Shark? Uh, they were playing a door on the radio. Oh, okay. And like, I started listening to that album, and it was just six songs, so it's pretty yeah, easy to just fly right through that one. Yeah, cool. No, yeah, I like her a lot. Uh, let's see, and then I started listening to... Uh, I finally got around to picking up OK Not OK from Radiohead. Uh, Is that your uh, first time picking up OK Computer then, too? Yeah. Yeah. It was like that's, that's the main reason I picked it up. Was like I don't have this. Like yeah. I have like a CD laying around somewhere, but okay. none of my computers. Have so you CD have drives. listened to the album in the past. At no, some no, point. no, no. I I had like the best of hits. Oh, or okay, like that. okay, okay. Like, so so I've, I've heard some of these songs. Have you you listened to it through then? No, I haven't had oh, a chance. Okay. I've just I was gonna p- say if you have, I wanted to know what because uh, basically what it came down to for Radiohead for me was never understood the fucking band forever, and I'm like this is a terrible band. And then 2007 in Rainbows came out. I was like, oh my god, this band's amazing. And then the one to follow that is OK Computer, which is mostly where everybody starts. And uh, so yeah, I was obsessed with that one, and then it just kind of grew from there. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. 
So I don't know if this one is uh, it's not remastered. I don't know if it's no. This like would be one of, one of the besides that wasn't this released. This is one or... of the unreleased ones. Yeah. I have a. They did a at probably the, this is twenty year anniversary now, wasn't it that it came out? I think so. Yeah. They did a fifteenth anniversary too, and had a whole bunch of unreleased ones. But I guess this one isn't on there. I haven't looked at my actual one. I have uh, this one is a uh, Man of War. When you come home, I bake you. I guess I, I haven't really paid too much attention to what's going on with this 20th anniversary release because the one that I have right now is freaking 27 tracks long. So I'm like, well, I figured they were just remastering everything that they already released. But yeah, I'm like, so yeah, there's a bunch of these songs that were never released on this yeah. one that I have. And I'm like, how do you have more that weren't released at that time that they came know. out? So that's why I just, when you sent that to me, I'm like, oh, there is actually ones that I haven't heard. Probably before. not a whole lot. But no, uh, yeah. And then, well, there's the other one that uh, I Promise. Is that one on there? I think so. Yeah, I Promise isn't on their 15th anniversary either. So it's like, what? You just keep <laughs> saving these for your anniversaries or whatever. Uh, They're going but, back in time with the time what, machine. What's kind of cool is they are actually making music videos and stuff for all these again. So it's like, all right. Okay, cool. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, that's about all I've been listening to. Yeah, same. Uh, let's go into the news. <laughs> I was expecting the news to take me like three hours to go through because it's been three weeks now yeah. since I looked at it, but no, there there hasn't been too much. There's been some things, but not much. Uh, Netflix has confirmed the release date of the second season of the hit show Stranger Things. Uh, it'll be October 27th. Uh, Netflix has also oh, provided... Oh, just in time for Halloween. I know, right? Uh, they've also provided a new description for the season. Uh, it's 1984. The citizens of Hawkins, Indiana are still reeling from the horrors of the Domagorgon. Uh, and the secrets of the Hawkins lab. Will Byers has been rescued from the Upside Down, but a bigger, sinister, a bigger, more sinister entity is still threatening the those who survived. And that is the premise that we have right now. Uh, yeah, there was a little teaser that was like four seconds long on Instagram or something. I was like, oh, I was hoping for a bit more there. Uh, and onto Radiohead again. Uh, the Oka computer reissue continues to reveal its mysteries. Uh, as Ars Tec- Technica reports, some guy on somewhere, I don't yeah. know. Uh, the, it's a, like a site. Oh, that is our site? I thought it was the guy that did something. Ah. Okay, all right. 
so basically, your package, I looked at the video that came out, your package comes with the three, three vinyl, which is another reason why I don't need this package, because I already have the vinyl. <laughs> but uh, it also comes with like two books in there and a cassette tape of the album as well. So, uh, on the cassette, cassette tape that's packaged in the OK Not OK Special Edition box set, uh, it includes a two minute two minutes of computer tones that largely are meaningless unless they're fed into an 8-bit computer called the ZX Spectrum, uh, first launched in the 1980s. The Spectrum was already an old comp computer when Radiohead were recording OK Computer. Uh, sounds generated from such a unit can be found on the track Let Down. Uh, some keen Reddit users fed the tones into the ZX Spectrum. Uh, Spectrum emulator, which resulted in the program with roughly 30 lines of code. I listened to the 30 lines of code. It's beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, 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 something like that. Uh, and it displays the band members' names, a brief message, and at the very end it says, with all your love, dated December 19th, 1996. But it's unclear when the code was actually developed. So I guess if you bought the cassette maybe back in the day and fed it into this computer, that actually showed up on the lines of code there. I don't know. Do you think that they just spend all their time between albums just trying to figure out what they're gonna do? Right. What weird things they're gonna hide? Well, no. What? Yeah. What was the other thing that? Uh, fuck. Yeah. They they cut out snippets of the original recordings of. Was it? Uh, uh, I can't. Remember. They had the actual like uh, cassette things or whatever, and people were like trying to figure out yeah. which parts of everything they were. This this band though, they just do so many weird, <laughs> cool things. Like every album, they create a new production company or something. Like, I don't know that. It's amazing. And to think of that back in the day, hey, let's make some bleep bloops that communicate <laughs> to a computer and send everybody a message. And then fucking 20 years down the road, we find all out these, what it is. All these Easter eggs. Like, I know, oh, right? I... 20 years ago, too. Wow. Uh, George A. Romero, a visionary director who created the modern zombie genre with his uh, 1968 cult film Night of the Living Dead and has influenced generations of horror enthusiasts, died in Toronto on Sunday. He was 77 years old. His death came after a brief but aggressive battle with lung cancer, his family said in a statement. Uh, George A. Romero was born on February 4th, 1940 in the Bronx. Uh, he grew up a fan of classic monster movies. Uh, he went to went on to add installments to the Dead series, including Dawn of the Dead uh, and Day of the Dead. And uh, film critic Roger Ebert said Dawn of the Dead is one of the best horror films ever made, and I would completely agree with him. Um... In 2005, he continued the series with Land of the Dead. Remember how big that was when we were in high school? Yeah. Um, I think I went to it in the theaters like four times. It had that one uh, black zombie in there that learned how to use a gun. And John Leguizamo was in there. And... You see, actually, that's the one I never really cared for, I guess. I don't know why. Yeah, it was just at the time, though. I was just like, oh, my God, he's back with another one. And now you watch it again. This is the cheesiest thing ever. Dennis Hopper when was in there, too. When did it come out? Too. 2005. Really? Yeah, so that was sophomore year of high school. I can't believe it's like that fresh because I remember seeing it on like cable. Yeah. And it's like, oh, all right. I just always assumed that it was like kind of like from the 80s or something like that. Oh, yeah. The, and the way it's shot and stuff. But then once you look at the. the... And hell, there was like a remake, Land of the Dead, that was like a lot re more recent. Oh, really? There's yeah. a remake of it. I didn't know that. Hmm. Or I think, I'm pretty sure it was like. Uh, because they did Dawn of the Dead. There's like, a 90s there was the Dawn of the Dead remake, and there was the Land of the yep. Dead remake. That the was Dawn of the Dead one was 2004, and then George A. Romero came out with Land of the Dead in 2005. And no, uh, oh no, no, I'm thinking of a different one. Night of the Living Dead had a remake. No, in yeah, the 90s. no, yeah, never mind. I have it mixed up. Like I know what you're talking about now. Like uh, you're talking like they had that. Uh, 
It's they had a big like they tower had like, complex they where had like everybody that, lived in. They had that zombie killing vehicle they were driving yep. it around yep. in like at George, night. Uh, John Leguizamo, yes, he was the person who drove yeah, that around. It was, yeah. It wasn't a terrible movie, but it wasn't the best movie ever. I was thinking about the zombie film like where like they have a underground facility. Oh, that's Day of the Dead. Yeah. And they made a remake of that one, yeah. yeah that was, that about was two thousand six or something. It also like had like nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, that original Day of the Dead though, I think that is my favorite of the series after I've worn out Dawn of the Dead. I used to watch that like every day when I was younger. But uh Day of the Dead I think is still one of my favorites. Uh and then also he returned with the independent filmmaking with Diary of the Dead. And that was filmed mostly like a handicam type style or whatever, because that was the peak of that in two thousand eight. I never saw that one. How was that? Uh it's it's what it is. <laughs> he definitely lost his flair after. Land there's of the probably Dead. better uh, handicam uh, zombie movies out there. Yeah, there's a lot of really good ones actually out there. I have I have a special place well, in my heart like for a, those ones. Isn't there like a Spanish one? That's yeah, wreck. Yeah. Record or whatever. Yeah. The 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 first one of that is freaking amazing. I think Quarantine's a remake of that. Yeah. The one that came out. Yeah. Uh but yeah. George A. Romero. Bless his soul. Uh after teasing his candidacy, candidacy, candidacy uh by selling yard signs, Kid Rock has confirmed that he is gonna be running for US Senate. <laughs> Uh, in a new note posted on his website, he said that I still have 15 days to file the paperwork with the FEC and uh, make my run official. It is not a hoax. It's a straight strategy and marketing 101, he writes. Uh, he also called out Michigan Democratic Senator Debbie Stabnow. Stabnow? 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 Uh, the incumbent who he's challenging to next year's election. Uh, Senator Stabnow. We'll say Stabnow. Uh, and I do not do share a love of music, although probably not the same kind. I concede she is better at playing politics than I am, so I'll keep down what I do best. I'll keep doing what I do best, uh, which is being the voice for, for the taxpayers, hardworking Americans, and letting politicians like her know that we the people are sick and tired of their bullshit. I was going to say, what exactly is he good at? I don't know. <laughs> Remaking uh, Leonard Skinner's songs. And Warren Buffett, or no, Warren Zevon, Warren Zevon. Uh, yeah, I was at the River Falls Street Dance last Saturday, I think, something like that. And uh, they played fucking Kid Rocks, whatever that song is, you know, the remake that I was just talking about. Uh, yeah. I... If you heard it, you'd know exactly what it is. But uh, why has nobody done a Warren Zevon, uh, Leonard Skinner, and then into Kid Rock, like melody of the three of those. I think that'd be amazing. Werewolves of London going to Sweet Home Alabama and going into whatever Kid Rock song's called. I don't know. I think that'd be a lot of fun because you get everybody that'd be like, fuck you, I don't want Kid Rock song, but I can get along with this one. I don't know. So I'd, I'd do it if I could sing and play music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally, in sadder news, unless you got something else before this. No, no, I'm pretty sure I know what this is. Uh, Chester Bennington, best known as the lead singer of Linkin Park, has died. Uh, band bandmate Mike uh, Shinoda confirms. His death was by suicide. Uh, Bennington was 41 years old. Uh, Chester Bennington was an artist of extraordinary talent and charisma, uh, a human being with a huge heart and a caring soul, Warner Brothers CEO and chairman Cameron Strange Strang said in a statement. Our thoughts and prayers are with his beautiful family and his bandmates and... His many friends, all of us at WBR, join with the millions of grieving fans around the world saying, uh, we love you, Chester, and you'll be forever missed. Uh, Chester Bennington joined 
Lincoln Park in the late 90s. Uh, they were known as Zero with an X at that time. Uh, in 2000, Lincoln Park released their debut album, Hybrid Theory, which was the best-selling album of 2001 and earned Best Rock Album nominations in 2002 Grammys. At the same award show, the records Crawling won Best Hard Rock Performance uh, in 2004. Lincoln Park collaborated with JD, Jay-Z for Collision Course. That album's Numb and Encore won a Best Raps slash sung collaboration in 2006 Grammys. And Lincoln Park's most recent LP, One More Light, was released this past May, and a tour was about to begin. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of unexpected. Yeah. I, I guess he has, like, six children from three wives or something yeah, like that, Yeah, he has a too. bunch of kids. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and before, I, yeah, when before I came over, I was thinking about, holy shit, Linkin Park was my first concert, like, first actual rock oh, yeah? concert at Project Revolution at Somerset. It was, uh, Korn, Linkin Park, The Used, and Snoop Dogg. Uh, yeah, fond memories of that one. <laughs> and then I looked it up on YouTube, and yeah, there is a video of Jonathan, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Thomas or something? John Thomas? The guy, the lead singer of Korn. I can't remember what his name is, but he comes and joins them on stage for one of their songs, and yeah. So, uh. Yeah, I haven't thought about Linkin Park in a long time until that this actually happened. I didn't even know they had a new album out. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, I stopped listening to them after Hybrid Theory because I just didn't care anymore after that. I, Meteora was really big, but I just didn't listen to it. Trying to think uh, what one of their uh, like one of the last ones you talked about like that became big like the one before the last their one that just came out like they had a previous one. Uh, I can't remember what that one was called. I can't remember what it's called either. But uh, like. Then they had like a re- a whole album of just remixes because they just released a whole bunch of remixes constantly. That's true, they did, didn't they? I did like the crawling remix though. I did like that one. Well, we'll just listen to a little bit of Linkin Park here and go into the weekly theme. How about that? All right. That was 2001. That was before we were ever in high school. And like, I have not heard that song for a long time. Oh. And I used to like fucking jump around my room and like scream along to that song. That used to be like what I'd hear on like 93X when driving yep. to and from school and stuff yep. like that. Oh my god! Yeah, like I can't. What? That's 15 years ago already. Yeah, that's crazy. Long time ago. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to be our intro to the weekly theme this week, because I don't want to hear that music that we always <laughs> play there. Uh, so the weekly theme is advice. Uh, most of my songs turned into, like, inspirational songs, I guess, but yeah, that's, about, that's are... about the same thing, though, Yeah, right? a couple of mine are I mean, it's giving you advice to get inspired. I don't freaking know. But, uh, yeah, I had fun with this one. It was pretty easy. Uh, we both picked one of the same ones, so I chose a new one before I came over. Uh, you have to let me know which one that is when it comes up, then. It's Stones. All right. Uh, but yeah, you want to start it out? Sure. Uh, I'm going to start out with some uh, Leonard Skinnerd, and it's a uh, simple man.
Uh, my first one is Don't Stop by Fleetwood Mac. Because don't stop thinking about tomorrow. It'll get better, you know? Uh, my next one is, uh, my favorite Paul Simon song. It's, uh, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Just, just for some advice on how to leave your lover yeah. in 50 Ways. <laughs> <laughs> she said, it's really not my habit to intrude. Furthermore, I hope my meaning won't be lost or misconstrued. But I'll repeat myself at the risk of being crude. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. 50 ways to leave your lover You just slip out the back, Jack Make a new plan, stand You don't need to be coy, Roy Just get yourself free or Hop on the bus, Gus You don't need to discuss much Just come off the key, Lee And get yourself free Ooh, slip out the back, Jack Make a new plan, stand You don't need to be coy, Roy You just listen to me you don't need to discuss much Just drop off the key And get yourself free That's like the perfect uh, advice song ever right Yeah there. <laughs> uh, My next one will be After uh, Paul Simon just broke your heart I guess you're going to get stronger with Kelly Clarkson Alright you I really like Kelly Clarkson. That's a fun song. <laughs> She's just a fun girl. Uh, my next song is uh, You Can't Always Get What You Want from the Rolling Stones. It's, this was like the first one that came to my head <laughs> when I was thinking about this the other day or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's that's the perfect one. So, yeah. spot. I put it at the number you told me to. Two 
10. Tens where that ended. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe um, I don't know. I was using iTunes for it instead of YouTube. Yeah, or that, anything. that could be a longer version yeah. or something. I don't know. Uh, my next one is I played this on our uh, new music type thing when I got back from Bonnaroo. But uh, this is Car Seat Headrest and it's Drunk Drivers slash Killer Whales. And uh, basically, this is the part in the song where he's like, "Don't be stupid and drive drunk. Get out of your car and start start walking." So here you go. Not too late, turn up the engine, get out of the car and start to walk. Drunk drivers, drunk drivers, drunk drivers, drunk drivers. It doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't have to be like this. Kill away. Killer whale is supposed to be the car. Like you're driving your car and it's a killer whale. I don't know. I don't know or maybe it's just people. <laughs> it's just people. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what you got? Uh, my next one is The Middle from Jimmy Eat World. Hey, I want to be at this party, by the way. <laughs> Everybody's too overly beautiful in there, so I won't be able to make the cut. You won't be the good-looking one that <laughs> nope. underwear. No, nope, definitely not. This beer gut, it's painful. <laughs> uh, my next one is Florence the Machine, and it's Shake It Out, because you got to shake that double off your back so you can dance, right?
Good one. Uh, that's one of my favorites of hers. Yeah, it's a really good one. Yeah. All right. My last one is Eye in the Sky from the Alan Parsons Project. I honestly was not expecting this to be one of your songs <laughs> at all. But, but good on you, sir. You've taken lots of chances before. in here that says this should be Sauron's uh, theme song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my final one is by the great George Miller. And uh, if you listen to the whole song, it's got a bunch of advice for you, a whole bunch of advice. But uh, the main advice it has is you can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. No, you can't. Nope. So here it is. You can be happy if you mind to. All you got to do is put your mind to it. Knuckle down, buckle down. Do it, do it, do it. Well, you can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. You can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. You can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. But you can be happy if you mind to. You can't go fishing in a watermelon patch. You can't go fishing in a watermelon patch you can't go fishing in a watermelon patch but you can be happy if you've a mind to you can't roller skate in the buffalo herd you can't roller skate in the buffalo herd you can't roller skate in the you also can't uh drive with a tiger in your trunk well i mean you can or a tiger in your car uh you just have to believe in yourself you just gotta believe in yourself you can't take a shower in a parakeet cage like that's, you probably could if you like if you're really small that. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it'd have to be a large pair. Can't go cage. swimming in a baseball field. I don't know. Uh, I'm not happy you chose that song because that's a song that Casey would just choose. It's it's one Casey's probably ten songs. It always reminds me <laughs> of uh, of Jackass because then he actually does go roller skating in a buffalo herd. That sounds like a really. Bad you don't remember idea. that in the movie? No, I never. That's saw That's like the movie. one of the main things from the movie. He's like roller skating in the thing, and all of a sudden, a fucking buffalo comes and whoosh, and his legs go flying up in the air, and he gets a big circle, and it's like just puts a big scratch in the big background that they have there. It's pretty great. How are they still alive? It's, that's a great question. I cannot answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're gonna see the Jackass video later. Uh, all right, that is our weekly theme. It was a good one. I enjoyed that one. Uh, let's close out the show. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show, any ideas? Yeah, uh, so I was thinking, like, you know, Trivial Pursuit... Well, nobody plays that anymore, of course. But anyways, 
Like, you know, like, are our listeners getting good enough listener show to be good at, like, song trivia and stuff? So how about we each come up with the five songs and, like, just some trivia behind them, like, stuff that, you know, people don't know about the songs, like some whatever tidbits of information, like, what was going through the band, like, what was the song about, what was the, Interesting. What was the band doing at the time, like, why did they choose that song, stuff like that. All right. I like that. Trivial Pursuit is our theme for the next show. Uh, if we have trouble making five, three we can go for, but five is the goal. Oh, it's going to be easy to hit five for okay. me. Okay, all right. There's a lot of weird songs out there. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join in the fun at blindninjastudios.com slash live. This show and all of our other shows are available to stream on our website at blindinjustudios.com or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Uh, if you just can't get enough of Soundwave and Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. When you do all your shopping and check out, Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. It's awesome. Do it. Great. Awesome. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, emails at uh, feedback at blindnerdstudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks.